Welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with the Mariner's Church annual read. This year, we are reading Holiness Day by Day by Jerry Bridges. We hope that you'll be filled with fresh insight and joy as you spend time discovering more about our thrilling God. He learned obedience through what he suffered. Hebrews 5, 8. A suffering life. We're talking about Jesus and we're talking about him in a way that maybe you haven't thought about him before. Welcome to another episode of the Gospel Everyday Podcast. I'm Justin, the online pastor here at Mariner's Church. Happy President's Day. And guess what? Today's also my birthday. 39 years old, spending the day with my kids, having a blast. And I think I have many more years ahead of me, but 39, definitely a big moment. We're talking about Jesus today. I've heard this throughout the years. Can Jesus really relate to me? Can Does Jesus really understand what I'm going through? He was sinless. He was perfect, right? He was the Lamb of God. And I'm not making light of that. That's what we say that. He was the Lamb of God because he was the Lamb of God. But you, when we say it, sometimes we think that, man, it, Jesus feels distant to us. Or what we allow, if I'm honest, is we allow Jesus to become distant to us because we perceive him as perfect. And if he's perfect, then uh, how could he relate to us, the sinner, the mistake maker, the, the big problem causer? Here's what I absolutely love about Jesus. Jesus understands suffering. From the very beginning, Jesus suffered. The suffering of Christ was not limited to the hours he hung on the cross as an opening line of today's devotional. And because when we ever think of Jesus suffering, we usually talk about it through the lens of a couple different things. We talk about Isaiah 53, the man of sorrows, Isaiah the prophet talking about the Messiah who was to come. That's true. We usually talk about the suffering through the time heading toward Easter on the way. We just had Ash Wednesday. We're looking toward Easter coming up in a number of weeks and we'll get to Good Friday and we'll have that service where we're really exploring the suffering of Jesus. But when we go through our regular everyday life, we typically think Jesus had a pretty good deal, right? He had a mom and a dad. He had some siblings. His father was God, by the way. Spoiler alert, that's a pretty good deal. When we think just in regular human terms, we think, man, he could walk on water. He could do miraculous things that people would they were just astonished by. People would follow him. Like You might think, man, I only have a couple hundred followers on Instagram. I can barely get over 150. And Jesus had people, thousands of people, like back when there was no cell phones, following him around, listening to what he was teaching. He was a celebrity. He had a great deal going. And I know things at the end, he was betrayed and hung on the cross and a lot of suffering those couple of days, but everything else was great, right? No, wrong friends. Jesus knew suffering through his entire life. And that suffering created and bred this obedience in his life. He learned the lesson of obedience through his suffering. Here's what it says in the devotional. And this is so incredibly good. He was misunderstood, criticized, harassed by the Jewish religious leaders his brothers did not believe him, and at least one of him on occasion mocked him to his face. During his early years, when he was born, his first crib was an animal feeding trough. And he was born in a foreign land where he knew no one and his family didn't either. That is a life of suffering, of difficulty. We 
would not want that, yet Jesus encountered that throughout his entire life. At the very end of his life, this is what he said in Matthew 26, My father, if it's possible, may this cup be taken from me, yet not as I will, but as you will. That is such an important point, because I think we forget that Jesus not only suffered, but he had an obedience to God through that suffering. In Galatians 6, verse 7, Paul stated a universal moral principle. This is right out of the devotional. A man reaps what he sows. Sin has consequences, both spiritual and temporal. Jesus, in a sense, reaped what he had sown. His entire life was one of suffering, obedience, and obedient suffering. Would I say that my suffering has developed obedience to God, that through my suffering, the only thing that I could rely on is God. I think that is the thing that we tend to struggle with and forget the most, that when things are at their worst, God is always at his strongest because God's the consistent one. There's another verse in Hebrews that talks about God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He's the consistent one. Our lives go up and down and there's trials and struggles and stress and family and life and work and the list can go on. As all those things happen, Jesus is consistent. God the Father is consistent. Jesus actively obeyed even in his death. And when he offered himself without blemish to God, as in Hebrews 9.14, functioning as both the high priest and the sacrifice. This was an incredible picture. This was the culmination of his life of, not his life of luxury, not his easy life that he had. Man, Jesus, hey, he had such a good deal. God's son doing miracles, everyone following Jesus around, wanting his autograph. He's a carpenter, making things with wood, probably has some muscles. Everyone's following him around, wanting to hear what he has to say. And then all oh, those last couple of years were rough. No, this is the culmination of a life of suffering. And this is what he did. He gave his life on the cross for you and for me. In that sense, Jesus obeyed as actively on the cross as he did through his whole life. Because he, and we forget this, could have called it quits any time he wanted. He could have thrown on the towel on the cross. He also could have thrown on the towel at any point in his life. At any point in his life, he could have called down angels to defend him as people mocked him. At any point in his life, he could have said, God the Father, I- I'm, I'm done here. It's time for me to head back to heaven to be with you. I don't want to deal with it anymore. He could have done that. He could have abandoned us. He did not abandon us. Life will be a grind. Jesus knew that because he grinded through life. But the question of what is your limit? Is the limit you have one that you will eventually say, okay, I've had enough. I don't want to do this anymore. Or Will you never say you've had enough? Because even through the suffering, it develops obedience. Even through the suffering, it deepens your relationship with God. 
even through the suffering, you get closer and closer to God the Father. I have some friends who are Navy SEALs. It's ubiquitous now. I think every dude has at least one friend who uh, was a retired Navy SEAL or is an active Navy SEAL. And during what they uh, have called BUDS, which is the selection process for the Navy SEALs, which has a huge attrition rate, many people quit during that time, especially a week that they do called hell week. It's when they are up basically 24-7 doing nothing but runs and drills and exercises and they're in the water and they're soaking wet and covered in sand and carrying boats and it is wild as well. I don't believe I would have been able to survive that. That's me personally. I don't think I'd have been able to do it. Uh, I have friends that have done it and they bring around this bell with them everywhere they go and when you have had enough You can tap the bell and you can leave. There's a hot shower waiting for you, hot coffee, donuts. You hit the bell and you're out. And they want people to hit the bell. They want people to quit because one day they're going to maybe go off to war and they want to know the person next to them is as committed as ready, has the same wherewithal. Like they're, They don't want to be there just because it's cool. They don't want to be there just for the title. They want to be there even when things are at their worst. They know they can count on their brother next to them. Friends, even when things are at their worst, we can count on God. You may think, oh man, I'd, I'd hit the bell. If I was Jesus, I'd hit the bell. He could have. He could have quit and he never did because he had a suffering life But he used that to change all of our lives. If not for his willingness to endure the suffering life from beginning to end, there would be no chance for us to know the goodness of God's grace, to know the goodness of forgiveness, and to one day know the goodness of walking in heaven with God, worshiping God in his throne room. We will do that one day. I believe that. And I can't wait to see you there, hopefully, It'll be a long time from now, but one day we will all be there together. And we'll be there together, by the way, forever. So I can't wait. Wherever you are, however you're listening, thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Gospel Everyday Podcast. Have a great day. God bless. Thanks so much for making the Gospel Everyday Podcast an important part of your day. Hit that subscribe button if you haven't yet. And we'd love it if you can take a few moments to rate and review the podcast. Tune in tomorrow for brand new content. If you'd like more information about Mariner's Church, Download the Mariners app at your favorite app store or visit marinerschurch.org.